Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is The Surge Effect, and I'm your host, Mike Surge. This podcast will be talking about anything and everything. Life in general to current events and past events, and all things about this beautiful and wonderful world that we live in. And this podcast, well, it'll probably have an effect on you. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of The Surge Effect. Uh, in this episode, I am going to be talking a little bit about um, the Prime Minister, uh, Justin Trudeau, and what some of the other leaders in this world think of Trudeau. But before I start, I'm just going to show you uh, a few different videos, and I'm going to show you, uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the definitions of uh, tyranny, uh, democracy, and socialism. Just to give you an understanding of the difference. Uh, between them all, if you don't already know. Uh, first off, uh, democracy. It's a government by the people, especially rule of the majority. Uh, government in which the supreme power is vested in the people and exercised by them directly or indirectly through a system of representation, usually involving periodic, periodically held free elections. Tyranny. It's an oppressive power, an oppressive power exerted by the government, and a government in which absolute power is vested in a single ruler, especially one characteristic of an ancient Greek city or a state. The office authority of administration of a tyrant, a rigorous condition imposed by some outside agency or force, an oppressive, harsh, or unjust act, a tyrannical act. Fascism. Often capitalized uh, a political philosophy movement or regime such as that of the fascisti that exalts nation and often race above the individual and this stands for a centralized autocratic government headed by a dictatorial leader, severe economic and social regimentation and forcible suppression of opposition. The tendency towards or actual exercise of strong autocratic or dictatorial control. Now, when Trudeau was first speaking in his acceptance speech, he spoke of sunny ways, and I quote, sunny ways, my friends, sunny ways. Well, have a listen to his acceptance speech. Here you go. Sunny ways, my friends, sunny ways. This is what positive politics can do. This is what a positive, hopeful, a hopeful vision and a platform and a team together can make happen. Canadians, Canadians from all across this great country sent a clear message tonight it's time for a change in this country, my friends. A real change. Now, little did us Canadians know that the real change was going to be mandating so many things on the Canadian citizens uh, that basically the government broke the law by foregoing our Charter of Rights and Freedoms and while doing it. First by invoking the, and then revoking the Emergency Act within days of each other, um, when it was totally unnecessary to begin with, uh, to give himself more power that needed to deal with something that he could have just dealt with basically local with local law enforcement. Uh, 
He also could have done it just by simply speaking with the truckers, simply talking with them, having a conversation. Now, that's a novel idea, isn't it? Just having a conversation. Anyway, not this guy. Check this out. Government has invoked the Emergencies Act to supplement provincial and territorial capacity to address the blockades and occupations. Therefore, the federal government will be ending the use of the Emergencies Act. Now, during the few days of an emergency act, Trudeau unleashed this on citizens of this country. Take a quick look at this. Now, this is just one of many assaults on the protesters who simply wanted to be heard by their government. Now, I've covered this a lot in my previous podcast. You can go back and look at different uh, things about the truckers in the Ottawa podcast and whatnot. You can listen to that and watch them on YouTube, of course, and Rumble. Now, does this look like a democracy to you or a tyrannical government or a social socialist government? This is what members of the European Union and members had to say about this government and Trudeau and the actions against its people. Check these European leaders out. Putin President, honorable members, we keep discussing here our European democratic values that underpin all of our actions. I worked in Syria and Pakistan for many years as a diplomat and therefore value democracy very highly. Now, the invitation to Canadian PM Justin Trudeau is an invitation to someone who's been trampling on democratic rights, who's been uh, cracking down on people who protested against disproportionate corona measures, people who were supporting a non-sanctioned movement coming under criticism. So clearly the values of uh, democracy are being uh, despised by this individual. Let us not give someone like this any speaking time in this house of democracy. Poštovane kolege, dragi građani, premijeru Trudeau. Sloboda, pravo izbora, Pravo na život i zdravlje, pravo na rad za mnoge od nas, to su temeljna ljudska prava za koje su milioni građana Evrope i svijeta položili svoje živote. Za obranu naših prava i prava naše djece, koje smo stjecali stoljećima, mnogi od nas, uključujući i mene, spremni smo riskirati vlastitu slobodu i položiti vlastite živote. Nažalost, danas su među nama i oni koji gaze te temeljne vrijednosti. Kanada, nekada simbol modernog svijeta, je pod vodstvom vaše 
kvazi liberalne čizme proteklih mjeseci postala simbol kršenja temeljnih ljudskih prava i građanskih sloboda. Gledali smo kako konjima gaze žene, kako samohranim roditeljima blokirate bankovne račune, da ne mogu platiti djeci školovanje, da ne mogu platiti lijekove, da ne mogu platiti račune za struju i vodu, da ne mogu platiti rate kredita za svoje domove. Za vas su to možda liberalne metode. Međutim, za mnoge građane svijeta to je diktatura najgore vrste. Budite uvjereni da građani svijeta, udruženi, mogu zaustaviti svaki režim koji želi uništiti slobodu građana bilo bombama, bilo štetnim farmaceutskim proizvodima. Hvala. Out that it would have been more appropriate for Mr. Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada, to address this House according to Article 144, an article which was specifically designed to debate violations of human rights, democracy and the rule of law, which is clearly the case with Mr. Trudeau. Then again, a Prime Minister who openly admires the Chinese basic dictatorship who tramples on fundamental rights by persecuting and criminalizing his own citizens as terrorists just because they dared to stand up to his perverted concept of democracy should not be allowed to speak in this house at all. Mr. Trudeau, you are a disgrace for any democracy. Please spare us your presence. Thank you. Now here's another clip from uh, Andrew Scheer uh, talking about what Trudeau is really like. This was uh, one, of the, uh, one of the debates. Have a listen to this. Justin Trudeau only pretends to stand up for Canada. You know, he's very good at pretending things. He can't even remember how many times he put blackface on. Because the fact of the matter is, he's always wearing a mask. He puts on a reconciliation mask and then fires the Attorney General, the first one of Indigenous background. He puts on a feminist mask and then fires two strong female MPs for not going along with his corruption. He puts on a middle-class mask and then raises taxes on middle-class Canadians. Mr. Trudeau you are a phony and you are a fraud and you do not deserve to govern this country. So in this next, these next two clips, uh, let's just watch and listen to what Trudeau thinks about fear and being fearful. The very thing that he talks about in this video, it doesn't seem to bother him when it comes to violating the rights of the citizens of this country. So have a listen to this. Fear is a dangerous thing. Once stoked, whether by a judge from the bench or a prime minister with a dog whistle, there is no way to predict where it will end. These are troubling times. Across Canada, and especially in my home province, Canadians are being encouraged by their government to be fearful of one another. For me, it is both unconscionable and a real threat to Canadian liberty. Okay, so here's yet another clip of a Canadian citizen being treated like cattle, being uh, herded and moved by force down the street. 
Have a look at this. Here's yet another European member speaking out against Trudeau and his handling of the citizens of this country. Check this guy out. And now in Canada, look, besides the relationship, the economical relationship and partnership that Canada has with the EU, Canada is a member of NATO. And we see what is happening right now in Ukraine. We see the whole Western world right now being shaken up by people who are disliking us for very various reasons. The strength of the Western world is not the army, it's not the economy. We see countries right now, emerging countries, that have stronger economies than any economy in the EU. What made us strong over the history, and I'm talking about the Western world, were the values, the respect for basic fundamental rights, the understanding that the government is there to serve you as citizen, as a person, not for you to serve the government. And what the Prime Minister of Canada, the way he's behaving right now, he's exactly like a tyrant, like a dictator. He's like Ceausescu in Romania. If even you doubt, if you raise doubts about the vaccines, you're outcasted. What's the difference between what he does and what happened under the Inquisition? See, on one side they say, well, we should not believe in God, but on the other side they say, believe in science. We don't have to. Science is not about belief. Science, science is about measurements, conclusions, hypotheses, and arguments. We got to a point right now where even if you say something, if you raise any doubts, you're already considered, you know, as whatever, you know, they label you in very different ways. This is not okay. And I have to tell you, you know, that I, when I saw the protests in Canada, you know, the way the truckers over there <coughs> reacted, you know, I got in touch with some of them, others contacted me, I congratulated them, and I want to use this opportunity to thank them. And I hope this movement for freedom and for rights is spreading all around the world, because at the end of the day, we have to make sure that all these elected officials, they understand that they were elected in those offices to work for the people, not to behave like masters of slaves. Thank you. Pretty powerful words, yet from another European parliamentary member, speaking out against this type of behavior in a democratic country. Now, these politicians, they can see what's going on. Well, why can't some of the members in our own house see what's going on and speak out against it? Considering that there's 338 seats in our house, and they're divided amongst the parties. The Liberal have 160, the Conservatives have 119, the Bloc has 32, NDP 25, and the Green 2. Now recently, of course, with the Liberals 
cutting out a backroom deal with the NDP and basically making the, them a majority. So in the House, it allows the Liberals and NDPs to simply pass on through some bills that each one of them wants to do, pass on through the bills uh, quickly through the House because they're going to override uh, as far as votes go because they have the majority of the votes compared to the other parties. It's in my view, it's just a uh, it's an underhanded move to try and circumvent our political structure and the way our political system works by these two parties. They just seem to want to hold on to more power and. With that power, it just makes the citizen of this country it's a little uneasy because we're going to end up paying more taxes and uh, probably having to put up with some ridiculous bills. Some of the bills that they passed through the House, uh, one they tried to do not so long ago was Bill C-10, was the uh, latter part of last year, and it was about internet um, control uh, for people that do podcasts or people that have businesses or uh, whatnot, and the government, for some reason, they think that uh, they should be under government control a little bit more. And I don't know why, because is, is it best for the government or is it best for the citizens of this country? Good question to always ask when these bills are in the House. Who's in the best interest of? Is it in the best interest of uh, the government or is it in the best interest of the citizens? So Bill C-10, like I said a minute ago, um, it uh, almost passed. It uh, didn't because I guess it was stifled in the Senate. Anyway, now they've come at it at another angle, and it's Bill C-11 now, not Bill C-10. Um, basically, you know, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. It's a duck. It's the same bill. This thing needs to be squashed again because it's about internet control. Once again, is it in their best interest or it is in the citizens' best interest? This is a good question you can always ask yourself. Now, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, after watching some of these clips, do you think that we live in a democracy? Uh, is it a tyrannical environment or is it a, a socialist environment? Um, just go ahead and pick a category if you like. I already know what I'm going to be picking. Uh, but uh, I'll leave you this one last video of Trudeau uh, talking about citizens of this fine country. Have a listen to what this prime minister had to say about the citizens of this country. Oui, on va s'en sortir de cette pandémie par la vaccination. Puis on, sait, on en connaît tous des gens qui sont en train d'hésiter un petit peu. On va continuer d'essayer de les convaincre. Mais il y a aussi des gens qui sont farouchement opposés à la vaccination. Qui sont extrémistes. Qui ne croient pas dans la science, qui sont souvent misogynes, souvent racistes aussi. C'est un, 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 un petit groupe, mais qui prend de la place. Et là, il faut faire un choix en tant que leader, en tant que pays. Est-ce qu'on... Est-ce qu'on tolère ces gens-là ou est-ce qu'on dit, ben voyons, la plupart des gens, presque 80% des Québécois, ont fait ce qu'il fallait faire, se sont fait vacciner, on veut revenir à, 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 aux choses qu'on aime faire, eh, c'est pas ces gens-là qui vont nous bloquer. Maintenant, on est dans... Sunny ways, my friends. Sunny ways. So remember these politicians. They work for us. We do not work for them. That's the way this works. We hire... And we fire these politicians at the ballot box when it comes to voting. All right. Uh, we choose who is going to be representing us and who is not just by simply putting a little check mark beside their name. So choose who you'd like to speak for you and choose those people very wisely and ask yourself once again, are they making your life better or are they making your life worse? Because, like I said, they work for us. We do not work for them. Okay? Anyway, I hope you enjoyed my podcast. It was a quick, quick podcast. Um, I'm on YouTube, like I said, and Rumble. 
And I'm on any iPhone or Android application you can get as far as uh, um, a podcast app. So don't forget to subscribe to my channel. Much appreciated. Hit the little notification bell. And you'll be notified about any up and coming uh, podcasts that I release. And if you'd like to email me, ask me any questions or what have you, you can email me at podcast at thesurgeeffect.ca. So thanks for listening to this podcast, everybody. I hope you have a great day. Cheers. This episode sponsored by He Shirts, She Shirts. Go to www.heshirtsshirts.ca. Just type in the letters TSA, The Surge Effect. When you check out, type in TSA for your coupon and receive 10% off your next purchase. Thanks for listening to today's podcast, everybody.